Welcome back. Uh, taking a look at how the JSC ended the day. Of course, uh, quite a few uh, catalysts around. So we did have that U.S. inflation uh, showing a slowdown uh, in its acceleration in November yesterday. Of course, uh, a day coming a day uh, before the conclusion of the Fed meeting. Of course, we will be hearing from uh, Jerome Powell just uh, at around 8 p.m. Uh, tonight, South African time, on the interest rates decision there. Um, and then locally, we did have some news uh, coming out on the political front where ANC MPs through President Sir Ramaphosa, a lifeline. So, of course, in Parliament, the majority of the uh, lawmakers voted to block the Palapala report and impeachment proceedings. Uh, of course, looking at how the JC performed uh, during the day, uh, down more than 2%. Uh, the resources 10 complex being the culprit there, carrying most of those losses uh, down over 4% with the industrial 25 also contributing to those losses, slumping uh, almost 2%. And the financial 15 though, uh, kind of going in the opposite direction, but not really, just uh, hovering above that flat line, only 0.04% above the flat line. Well, joining me now with great detail on those moves is Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investments. Thank you so much for making the time, sure. Wayne. Wayne, quite interesting moves that we have seen in our local market. You're kind of seeing a divergence between the all share and the rand. So the rand at some point was at 17 rand 13, a little bit of weakness now at 17 rand 20. And then you're seeing a lot of weakness on the all share declining uh, more than 2%. What are you making of those moves? Look, I think it's all to do with, as you mentioned earlier, on the U.S. inflation number. When that came out, markets rallied really hard. And now they've given all of that, all of those gains back because this was already in the price. In other words, falling inflation over the next year and possibly falling interest rates um, at the end of next year going into 2024 is already in the market. The market knows about this. That's why we've had this very strong rally. So the market actually, I think, got it wrong, rallying so hard. And now we're giving back a little bit. Well, we're giving back all of those gains. But I think maybe more importantly, this rally we've seen since the beginning of October has really been very strong and uh, over a very short time period. And I think the market itself has overdone that. So I would not be surprised if we see a little bit of weakness over the next month or two. Not not a resumption of the bear market, but some sort of weakness because this rally has really been strong. And of course, the mining shares maybe will be the worst of all of them because we are going into a global recession next year and commodity prices will actually fall a little bit in that type of scenario. But should that happen, then I think we must be strong buyers of mining shares because I think the medium to long-term outlook for mining shares is actually very, very positive. So maybe we're lucky and these shares do continue to fall because then we can buy them at far better prices. When from picking out the details of that U.S. inflation print yesterday, did you pick out anything that could maybe uh, give a clue as to the tone that we can expect from the Fed tonight? Because as much as you do have all these uh, encouraging signs, uh, but food is still high, also that wage growth is still uh, yeah. Uh, elevated, yeah. Well, look, wage growth only comes down when the economy actually really slows down, which will be next year. And... Uh, a recession and a slowing economy quickly sorts out wage inflation. So wage inflation will never fall before the economy actually goes into some sort of recession. But it's it's almost it's almost statistical now, the inflation, both domestically, as we saw today, 
and into the future for us and, and America. The oil price peaked in April, May, June last year. The food prices peaked the same time. Commodity prices, copper prices, they all peaked between April and June uh, this year. So therefore, when we get to April and June next year, those numbers will be heavily negative. I mean, just think of oil. Um, last year, the, well, this year, the peak was, call it $130. It's now $80. I mean, that's a massive fall. Mm. So at some stage, uh, early next year, we're going to see minus 30, minus 40% year-on-year change in oil. And that's when inflation is going to drop seriously. So inflation will still fall, I think, a little bit over the next three, four, four months, four or five months. But the big falls are coming between April, May and June yeah. next year. Yeah, talking about inflation, I mean, that's really the big story across the globe. We did see also in the UK yes. inflation coming down uh, for November at 10.7% compared to uh, the 11.11% we saw in October, that 41-year high. Of course, that should provide some relief for the Bank of England when it does come out with its monetary policy decision tomorrow. When you were talking about uh, local inflation as well, so we also saw that softening to 7.4% in November, down from 7.6% in October, below uh, forecast of 7.5%. What did you make of that local inflation print? Well, look, it was very much as inspected, as expected. I mean, the fall in the petrol price, the pumps, etc. And we haven't got anything like an inflation problem that the UK and the USA have got. We haven't got wage inflation. This inflation that we're sitting with is, in fact, almost forced onto us because of global prices, food, oil, etc commodities etc so our inflation is also going to fall heavily um starting in in uh, april may june next year and i actually think that our inflation rate and i know it sounds outrageous but i think maybe early 2024 we're going to get inflation at three odd percent in south africa and then the good news is we'll obviously get interest rate cuts then happening so we're going to have another year of interest rate increases and high interest rates but the cuts are actually coming and they're going to come quite quickly, I think, in 2024. Mm. Wayne, are the markets paying attention at all to the reports that we are getting of Andre Dorito's resignation as yes. CEO of ESCOM? Yes, the market knows all about this. The rumor started about oh, three hours ago, four hours ago. Mm. Look, one person leaving ESCOM is not going to change load shedding. Yep. Uh, one person can't fix load shedding at ESCOM, no matter who they put in charge. It is just something that we're going to have to live with, unfortunately, until the private sector starts to generate electricity in meaningful amounts. And that's another two, two and a half years. I'm not saying we're going to sit at stage six for two years, because there are some things that can be fixed at Eskom. But unfortunately, with the chimney taking, with the chimney falling down, taking our three units, I think it was at, at, at Kuseli or Madupi, I can't even remember, and with the one unit at Kuburg going down, I mean, those those by themselves equal stage two of load shedding. So mm. even though we might not live at stage six, we are going to have a lot of load shedding um, probably for the next six months until Kuburg comes back on and hopefully they can fix the chimney and we get a few other power stations fixed. But mm. we've had it for 15 years. What's new? Yeah, exactly. And what's the changing of the what's, God? What's new? What's yeah, what's changing of the God going to change? What's changing now? Yeah. All right. So, Wayne, let's get to your stock pick for today. Look, I'm actually going to go for the banks. I've been very positive on the banks. 
they've all come down about 10, 15%, mainly on the back of, of the parlor parlor story where they took the hammering. I think they show quite good value at this level. Most of them have got 6, 7% dividend yields, which is very attractive. And of course, higher interest rates in the shorter term is actually very good for banking earnings. So why not pick my own bank? Why not pick First National Bank? All right. I hear you. I hear you. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time, Wayne, and for giving us those insights. That was Wayne McCurry from FNB Wealth and Investments.